Welcome to the Dental Breakdown Show. This show is where we break down issues in the dental marketplace. My name is Christian White, CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. Let's introduce our guest today, Dr. Jeff Fordyce. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, you know, it's, it's one of those things where most people don't like to talk about themselves, but I understand that <laughs> when, uh, when a patient is going to a website or a YouTube video or something and is trying to decide, okay, who is going to do my dentistry, having some knowledge of who's going to do your dentistry is important. So I guess, I guess I'll jump in and talk a little bit about myself. Um, I was actually raised in the Twin Cities. And uh, the reason I'm in Fairmont right now is that during dental school, I met my wife, Paula, and uh, she was from this area. So I ended up down here, um, went to Hamlin, University of Minnesota, did a residency at the University of Iowa, and then uh, practiced in Duluth for a couple of years. And then ended up in Fairmont when a practice opportunity came along and um, it's it's been a great life here and I uh, raised four kids they're all adults now are married uh, I've got eight grandkids congratulations uh, yeah well that, that that's that's a good thing um, unfortunately uh, back in 2017 Paula got brain cancer and passed uh, she told me she wanted me to get married again. First thing she said to me after she <laughs> diagnosis. And uh, so fortunately, I was able to find an awesome woman named Ann Grunwald. Who had you lost did? Her yeah. She is awesome, by the way. Yeah. Uh, lost her husband in a farm accident. And um, we've been married uh, about a year now. And uh, life is good. I have been truly blessed. Wonderful. So, and the biggest thing as far as uh, for a patient, it's mm-hmm. that I absolutely love doing dentistry. Uh, it just just fits me. So I like it. Tell me more about that. Well, you say it fits me. What does that mean to you? Well, you know, you, you, what do you want to be when you grow up kind of thing? I never decided I wanted to be a dentist when I was a kid. <laughs> but as I got older and looked at my interests, my skill sets, I'm really an artist at heart. I love doing artwork. I love doing hands-on crafts, stuff like woodworking, restoring cars and painting and all these different things. And I also like people. And so to have a, a profession that combines technology and artistry and working with people just fits my skill set. And that's why I like it. So uh, uh, continuing with that, was there something, you know, as you were kind of tripping to the tulips of life that said, you know, that it was the tipping point that made you want to become a dentist? Was there a situation or something in your life that happened? Well, I, I did go to, um, when I was in, in high school, I was able to go to a Rotary Club function where you looked in, into professions and, uh, I was hosted by a family that uh, had some connections to dentistry. That got me interested a little bit, but it really was uh, investigating what different professions needs were and what skill sets you had. Uh, it was in college that I finally figured out that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Great. Um, let me ask you a little bit about Birch Street Dentistry. 
What is it about uh, your dental practice that sets you apart uh, from all the other dental practices in the community? Of course, you know, most dentists are, are doing a good job and, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think what sets us apart is that it's like trying to pick some, some artist's painting, per se, okay? When you walk into a, an art gallery, there, there's just gonna be a, a painting that might speak to you. Well, to me, doing dentistry is much like creating a painting. Mm -hmm. it's, it is artistry, but there's also the technology side of it. And we have been keeping up on technology. You know, we have lasers and, and 3D cone beam x-ray machines and, and machines that can make crowns right in the office. And, uh, different camera systems and digital x-rays and all these different systems that come together that enable you to, it's your artist tools per se. It's enables you to have an objective to help somebody get a healthy smile. So you can have an objective, but you have to have the ability to then pull off or do that dentistry to a level that is literally like a piece of art when we're done. And uh, I, I think that's what sets us apart. Uh, the other really big thing is my staff. I have long-term okay. staff. And <laughs> they know how to do things and make this place run and how to treat you as a patient very well. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the, the two big things is um, we work together as a team so to get all this stuff done. That's wonderful. That's great. Um, so tell me this. Uh, I don't know if all your patients know this, but you've added a new service, uh, which is dental implants. And yep. that's a, a new piece uh, for Bird Street Dentistry. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Well, I've had a passion to learn implants for quite some time, but I do so many other things. I do orthodontics and mm -hmm. lasers and all these other things. And and finally, I just decided that, you know, one of the newest trends in dentistry over the last 20, 30 years is the rise of implants for replacing missing teeth. And I finally decided, you know, I'm just at the point in my career where I really want to do this service for patients. So I went and got the training. I bought a 3D comb beam x-ray machine and uh, have started placing implants. And I think it's a very, very great alternative to bridge work or removable things, to have something that's fixed in place and uh, works well is just a great service for, for patients. Mm -hmm. So it's another way for you to effectively, you know, help a patient basically change their life. Yeah, so you can take somebody that has no teeth or a few missing teeth and put those teeth back in place and they really function almost at 90% of what natural teeth do. So they're a really effective way of restoring a mouth. Yeah. Okay. Really like them. <laughs> um, so let me ask you, uh, just kind of take a little bit of a right turn for a second. So in dentistry, we have these things called teeth and then we focus on the teeth. And, and uh, But I think in dentistry, and I think you would agree with me on this, uh, you know, there's a difference between being tooth-centered and being a little bit more of a patient experience-centered dental practice. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think, I think many people 
including patients, think that it is all about the teeth. And it is, in, the, in a sense. That's what I'm here to do, is to help people maintain their teeth. But, it, but you are right, it really is the patient experience. If we can give you the confidence that you can get your dental work done and then deliver on that comfortably and to do it with a staff that's gonna treat you nicely, and I'm gonna to try to treat you the way I would treat a family member, and if we can get you to the point where you don't actually mind coming to the dentist, <laughs> that you know that you can get through this experience, uh, I think it's a, a, it'll be a good experience for you and it'll be uh, good enough that you want to send your friends. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're focused on is trying to, from beginning, from the time you walk in the door to the time you get out the door, that it's a, it's a positive experience for you. Okay, great. Um, in the dental marketplace right now, let's talk about some trends that you're seeing uh, just as a dentist, um, just so we can kind of share that with, uh, obviously with uh, patients who may not know as much about what's going on as you do. I think there's a lot of different new trends in dentistry. Uh, obviously, the one we already mentioned, which was implants, uh, that that's coming on real strong. Mm -hmm. uh, in the world of orthodontics, uh, we're, we're now doing Invisalign. I, I've been doing braces for over 25 years. And now I think 80% of the cases I do are Invisalign. So that's, that's changing the face of dentistry. Another really big difference is microdentistry. Now what that means is that I'm using little lasers that can detect decay and camera systems as well as the x-rays to find decay when it's really tiny. Then I can use a, a water laser to clean that, sm that small, we caught it early, decay, and then repair that without having to do much to the tooth, which retains its strength, which means I do less to your tooth, you have less chance of having crowns and things like that. So those are the, I would say, some of the bigger things. And of course, I mentioned lasers. Lasers have changed. I use my laser 10, 12 times a day. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really changed how I, uh, how I approach repairing teeth. Now, you know, given the, the state uh, that we're in right now, the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic uh, and with the COVID-19 virus, how is that going to, you know, maybe uh, tweak or affect Birch Street dentistry as we move forward? Well, I think that's going to be a, a dynamic thing. Uh, we've uh, already using universal precautions, so I'm really not too concerned about it. Uh, from a patient safety standpoint, I think, mm -hmm. you know, with the sterilization methods that we have and all the different ways we do surface uh, decontamination and so forth, I, I think it'll be a manageable thing for us. You know, we might have to change some uh, screening protocols. Hopefully the testing things will be coming along fairly soon and, and then uh, testing will, uh, will change the game for us, I think. So you guys are, you guys seem to be well ahead of things. Would that be a good thing to say? A good way of saying Yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if you can prepare for hepatitis B and TB and all these kinds of things, um, I, I think we're going to be well prepared for uh, this kind of a, a virus. Okay, great. Um, you know, Dr. Forrest, being the fact that you have been a dentist for a number of years, 
and you're 25 going on 26. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for, for younger dentists who are either entering the profession right now or have, you know, have been in the profession for less than a couple of years, what would be your top three tips that you could give them to, to be successful, to be a really good dentist based on your experiences? I think um, treating your patient the way that you would want to treat a family member would be number one. I think that's the key to success. If you just keep that in the forefront, I think you'll be successful. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, have systems to make sure that everything is a way that everybody, the patient, the staff, and myself all understand how we're going to proceed. I think that's really important. Um, and then I think pursue the things that you love. If you if there's a certain area of dentistry that you really enjoy, and pursue it till you're excellent at it. So I would say that's the top three. Okay. In terms of you know your ability to be a, a leader in the dental practice, you know tell us about that and how important that is. Being the fact that you're a dentist. You know, you're, you, you become an owner and everybody kind of looks to you, looks up to you in the practice. I think being an effective leader is really getting past yourself. I don't know how to exactly describe this, but I have certain skill sets and I know what those things are. And I also know there's certain things that I'm not as good at, like finances and, uh, practice administration and things. So what I do is I, I surround myself with professionals and with staff that have the places that can fill in what my, um, not my passions are per se. And um, I let people do those things and I actually literally delegate those out and let them make the practice successful. And so I, I think it's it's leading a team. It's like being a coach per se. It's really it's utilizing um, the talents of the people around you um, with a desired goal to do a good job for patients. Mm -hmm. All right, that's great. So let me uh, talk about another subject. So you know the the word trust in a dental practice is a really big word. You know, being able to have trust with patients, have trust with your staff, you know, being the fact that you have been, you know, a very successful dentist, how have you, how have you approached that in your practice? I think um, trust is something that you have to earn. And in, in a sense, what trust means is that it's tell, show, and do. If I'm going to work with a patient, I have to, I have to, first of all, make a good diagnosis. I have to figure out what their need is, um, explain it well to them, and then be able to deliver the care in a, in a manner that's efficient and, and planned out well. And I think what happens over time is if you consistently do those things, you treat your staff well, you get them involved, um, and you're just totally honest and open, I think people learn to trust that you're going to do what's in their best interest. 
and then they tell their friends and then over time you just people just know that you're genuine you're, you're going to deliver what they're after <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good thing um, so when you're with a patient uh dr fordice how do you understand what's going on in their mouth how do you get the patient to talk about what's going on in, in their mouth? Well, obviously you just ask questions. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of patients really don't know what you think or how to figure out how you, how do you get your teeth fixed up if they're not perfect. And really, again, that is the, the diagnosis, having really good abilities to to x-ray, the proper x-rays, the proper exam, looking in there and having an understanding of what dentistry can and cannot do for a patient, uh, then my job is to take all that information and try to put it in an understandable, in understandable terms. Because if I throw dental terms at people, their eyes will gl gloss over. <laughs> but really what it comes down to is, it's my job to kind of come up with two or three different ways of approaching things, not be afraid to say, I think this is probably the best one, mm -hmm. but if you don't want to do that, we could do something else. Giving people options, uh, giving people um, the understanding of what dentistry can do. Uh, I think those are the things that will help a patient to understand what they can do to maintain their health. Okay. Um, tell us or talk a little bit about your team. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, but I think um, a lot of your success as a dentist has been because you've had uh, a great team around you. Why don't you tell, uh, tell us a little bit about them? Well, I, ha I really do have a really good team. I, I don't even yes, know. Yes, you the, do. <laughs> the longest or the shortest is, I don't know, 10 years, and some patient or some of these staff have been with me for 25, 26 years. And they truly are part of a team. Uh, we work together on trying to accomplish our goals for each day. And I do actually delegate out to the staff what their job is, and they are part of determining how that job gets done. Uh, so in other words, I'm not dictating to them that this is how it's going to be. It's more of a, how do we accomplish this together? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the staff is loyal and the, and the staff is really patient-centered. They, they really do want to make the patient experience good. So when we're all working together on that, on that team, it just is a good atmosphere. Mm -hmm. As a dentist, uh, Dr. Fordyce, what... Um, did you follow a blueprint for success like when you started or did you kind of just kind of learn along the way and you kind of learn some things and you know here we are because so some dentists have a plan some kind of do tell us a little bit about that well it's i started out in dentistry not knowing anything obviously you know before you go to dental school you don't know a thing no. so obviously dental school was a big part of it going to the University of Iowa for a residency. Uh, I worked in, in Duluth for a couple of years with a really good dentist before coming to Fairmont. 
and then taking some classes. There's probably a dozen different um, instructors that have taken classes from over the years that have been very influential. And the other thing is I have a dental consultant and that's you, you people. And uh, you people have helped me to implement systems, mm -hmm. systems for how we schedule, how we do all aspects of dentistry. And when you get systems and then you combine that with the artistry, the technology and uh, the education part of it, then everything seems to click along pretty well. Mm -hmm. and, and so what you bring to the table is that you're looking at dental practices all over the state and the region, and you can then give us a perspective of how do I actually um, deliver care the best way. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for those kind words. Very much appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so as a dentist, Dr. Fordyce, um, if you were to take a look at your career and say, okay, you know, the, the, the best lessons that I have learned were, were these two, what would those be? These two, let's see. Again, I, I would probably say <clears throat> the number one thing is just treat people the way that you would want your family members treated. Okay. I, I would say that's that's absolutely number one. And then number two is uh, what was alluded to earlier is that I'm really not in the dental business per se. Uh, <laughs> I fix teeth, but the the central thing is that I'm really in the people business. How do I help somebody stay healthy and to have a comfortable mouth that can chew well and smile well. Uh, if you if you keep your eyes on that goal of, of uh, just making it a great patient experience, uh, the rest of it just falls in place. Mm -hmm. uh, most there's a large number of dentists who don't put that together, Doctor Fordyce. It's uh, much more teeth centered than it is people focused and the people who go there they feel that and um to, to to watch you kind of grow into that has been a very rewarding experience so i just thought i'd share that with everybody it's been really great well it, it is you know you're trained very technically you are <laughs> and they don't they don't talk about human relationships very much no. it is not, not the thing that you're taught you have just enough time to barely get all the stuff they're trying to teach you. you know, yes. So, yeah. So let, let me uh, ask another question. So um, getting a patient to move ahead with the life-changing dentistry that you know that they need, you know, uh, explain a little bit about that process uh, for everyone. Well, I think that, you know, the, I think most patients think that I'm going to come along and try to talk them into doing <laughs> And, yeah, and it, it's it's really not that way. Um, <clears throat> I think my job is to do, like I said, proper assessment, figure out what their needs are, and try to explain it in a way to what the benefits to that patient are. Mm -hmm. Okay, whether it's going to be comfort, saving time, saving money, whatever it is. Um, and if I can get that across to them, I don't have to try to talk people into doing dentistry. My job is to present what the options are, 
what dentistry can do, and then try to provide a way for them to attain that. And if I can accomplish that, either whether it's financial arrangements or doing work in phases or um, not doing anything for the short term, whatever that, whatever that need is that, and, and, and working out and talking with the patient so that we come up with something that we're both agreed on, um, I don't have to get people to say yes. They just, I, I think they sense that they can trust that you're going to do what's best for them. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so that, that is a, again, that's a relationship. It is. It is, it is not a thing where it's a piece of paper with a plan for X, Y, Z. It is, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining it very well, but it's, it's really, um, again, I, yeah, let's summarize it. We have to have a relationship where we know that we're going to do something that's in, in a patient's best interest. Yeah, I think you, you actually said that, that uh, very well. Uh, that was very well put. Uh, it's much more a, a relationship-focused piece than it is you telling me, the patient, that I have to do this, this, and this. Because I think you and I would agree, no one likes to be told anything. <laughs> yeah, um, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was a little kid, and my, of course, my parents told me to clean up my room. And of course, you know, I said, no, no way in the world am I going to do that. And I didn't. Yeah. I never did that. But yeah, but when you can uh, have a relationship with the patient and have the trust like you've been talking about, which you do, uh, that makes it uh, much easier. I think it's, it's much more rewarding. At least I've seen, I've watched you do it. It's been great. The Dental Breakdown Show, sponsored by White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. They are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Their sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits and result in the personal professional success of the dentist and his or her team. Dr. Fordyce, uh, let's talk about something completely different. No, we're not talking about dentistry. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about you. What are some things that, you know, about you or about yourself that you know, your patients don't know or maybe your staff uh, don't, know, don't know about you? Well, uh, recently my daughter um, has this book on whether you're an optimist or a pessimist, and I took this test <laughs> in the back of the book, and uh, it said that I am an extreme optimist. And I actually, you know, um, you know, I lost my wife. I've had some other issues that have happened in life, mm -hmm. but I'm still an optimist. And um, I've been thoroughly blessed by God and, and by uh, the people around me. And uh, despite some of the stuff that happens in life, I'm, uh, I'm still hopeful. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that doesn't seem related to dentistry, but it is, is all of my interests and hobbies are related to using my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, Win. I just don't sit still. I just am always doing something that's, <laughs> you know, artwork or uh, carpentry or remodeling or restoring a car or whatever. I just love hands-on things. So mm -hmm. that's a couple of things. So let me go back to this being an optimist piece. I mean, you have, met, you have had some major challenges in life that I think other people 
you know, might have had a, a much more difficult time being able to get through. How have you been able to meet those challenges head on and still been able to be, you know, a productive dentist, uh, you know, a productive husband? Um, tell us about that. Well, that's uh, a complex thing. I think it's part of it's your makeup, part of it's your uh, upbringing. Um, but I, I think the human, the human being is not just, um, it's not simple. No. Uh, we're a body, we're a mind, and we're a soul. And uh, I think you have to take care of each of those areas. And uh, in the soul part, um, my, my faith has mm -hmm. really been key to this optimism, I think, in the sense that I, I can't explain how you can have so true sorrow in the loss of a wife, but total peace at the same time. It's, a, it's something that uh, I can't adequately explain to you, but I have experienced. So. Uh, let's talk about uh, being on a stage for a second. Um, yeah. Patients, everybody might not know what I'm talking about, but I know that you do. Um, now in dentistry, are we always on a stage? You know, are, we, are patients always kind of paying attention to what we're doing in the practice? Why don't you talk to us about that? I really think that uh, your patients are hyper-focused on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, so in that sense, you are on a stage. Uh, however, a play lasts for, what, a couple hours at most or something like that. And dentistry requires high levels of concentration. You've got a lot of skills you've got to do. You've got to keep your patient comfortable. You've got to make sure that they are... Um, that their psyche is okay, that, they're, <laughs> that literally that they know that you're going to get them through this. And that's all day long. So it's, it's longer than a play and you got to be on. So it does require a lot of um, concentration and preparation. On the other hand, I think that as you do these things over and over, you get to a, a level of proficiency where I know what I can and I cannot do. And so I think patients can sense whether you're confident or not that you can pull off what you're, what you're saying that you can do. And uh, they, they know, okay? And uh, so in that sense, it's, it is like you're on a stage. Uh, they're, they're watching my level of uh, comfort and they're hoping to have good results. They, they want to be comfortable themselves. And all these things all have to come together just right to be able to do superior dentistry. Mm -hmm. And uh, I find it a challenge. It, it sounds fairly simple, you know, fixing teeth, but it's fairly complicated. But I thoroughly enjoy it. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christian White, the CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. If you would like more information on today's topic, you can contact us at whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown. Keep those teeth white and see you next time on the Dental Breakdown Show.